Hi, everyone, and welcome to the 64th episode of Slime Time, a Dragon's Den podcast about Dragon Quest. This is Liam Land. And yar, this here be Pendy, slimy sailor of the Slurpy Seas. Uh, Pendy, this is not the time for pirate shenanigans. We have an important guest here today from Square Enix. We need to act professional. You need to be free of all social constraints and buy some gooey rum and let the currents and the slime take ye. Uh, Pendy, you're embarrassing us. Don't make me make you walk the plank. Come on, see, now you got me talking pirate speak. <laughs> and a bottle of Captain Crow's rum. This be a real king slime of a treasure indeed. Uh, all right, before I get scurvy from all this pirate speak, I'll introduce our special guest today. Joining us from Square Enix, we'd like to welcome Flannery Dunn to the party. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to talk to you guys. Thank you for being here. Crazy excited about the launch of Treasures, and we're just honored that you've come to talk to us about it today. I'm crazy excited to talk about Treasures. Um, excited to answer any of you guys' questions. It's a great game, and it's I'm excited for it. Awesome. We're, we're looking forward to it. Um, but first, let's get to know our guests. So uh, how long have you worked at Square Enix? I've worked at Square Enix for a little over three years now. I started in September 2019, uh, so I got a few months in before the pandemic hit. Um, mm. But yeah, and since 2019, it's been a dream come true. I've been a Square Enix fan my entire life. That's awesome. Uh, do you have a particular Dragon Quest game that's your favorite? So I know it's a little cliche, but Dragon Quest XI, the amount of hours I've poured into that game is actually ridiculous. I love the characters. Silvando is one of my favorite characters in the entire in any gaming series ever, but beyond oh, DQ11, oh, I know, right, darling, um, but a lot beyond <laughs> that, like, I played a lot of 8 with my youngest brother, so that has a special place in my heart, and obviously Dragon Quest Five because any game with some dating mechanics is, you know, always up there for me. <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah, those are great games. Uh, 8 and 11 are, are really well designed as well, and, uh, exactly. and like you said, the voice acting is fantastic. Yes, um, I completely agree. So, so do you have a favorite monster in the series? I do. Uh, the slime stacks, mostly because I like the lore behind them. Um, I like the fact that they canonically, they each have their own kind of mind and personality, just kind of constantly bicker, that they're kind of just like a failed king slime, and that's how that just kind of happened. They're kind of like these little useless guys, so I kind of really like them for that. It's got to show some love for the stacks. That's awesome. You know I, never that's... Really, I never thought about them as a failed king slime before. No, I didn't even know that about them. That's I learned something new today. That's great. Yeah, I mean... If you look them up, yeah, apparently, like, they're attempting to become a king slime. They failed, so that's how they formed and became. Probably not enough slimes for a king slime. Probably not. I think <laughs> you need eight. <laughs> I love that, that, that it's the, how they came to be. That's great. So uh, what do you like most about marketing for Dragon Quest? So it's got to be the history. I mean, not only do you get to work on one of the most influential, or probably one of the most prolific IPs in gaming history, but... I mean, like, what could really be cooler than that? Like, I work on an amazing IP, and I get to work with some of the most brilliant minds in the gaming industry. So it's just, it's such a, an amazing IP to work on. Therefore, like, my whole goal is just to do it justice. Um, I really love the heart and soul that this team puts into the series, and it's it's honestly been just a joy to work on it. Dragon Quest Treasures is my first DQ game I worked on. So I'm kind of new to the whole franchise, and I'm super excited to be working on it. Oh, yeah, it is an exciting game to start. 
Um, so if, if you could cosplay as any character in the series, who would it be and why? Probably either Jade or Nira from Dragon Quest V, since she was my choice for Bride. But yeah, probably Nira. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, funny. Oh, you've got, a, you've got a fellow fan with you. Yes. Nira, yeah, Nira is my uh, my bride choice as well. Uh, I feel like I am in the minority in that case. So many people pick Bianca, and quite a few people pick Deborah as well. I mean, you really yeah, can't I'm... lose with either of them. Mm. Yeah, when Deborah came around, I became a Deborah fan. Her The stuff that she has is just hilarious. I, I, I just love the comedy that ensues with picking her. I know. Bianca's very plucky and nice. I mean, she's mm. the canon one, but you can't yeah. really go wrong with any of the three choices. But yeah, Nero was mine. My choice. Agreed. Agreed. So you're traveling in the Dragon Quest game, and suddenly you come across a casino. Do you make a mental note to return to the casino later? Or... Uh, can saving the world from the demon lord wait while you try your luck at the card tables or maybe even the slot machines? I've already kind of side quested my way around, so I think the demon lord can wait while I try out my card, like my card <laughs> table luck. So awesome. I'm going to the casino. I mean, I got to find the bunny outfit. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's talk Dragon Quest Treasures. Uh, would you mind starting off with a brief synopsis of what we can expect from Dragon Quest uh, Treasures? Yeah, so, I mean, just like the title states, uh, this is a treasure hunting RPG. So you can expect to be whisked away with Eric and Mia to the very cool world of Draconia. You're going to befriend a bunch of monsters. You're going to explore each of the unique floating islands. Uh, you're going to battle against rival treasure hunters. And on top of that, you're hunting for lots of loot. So like all Dragon Quest games, you have a fun cast of characters. I mean, you have Eric, who is one of the best characters of all time from Dragon Quest XI. So there's a lot to look forward to in this game. Yeah. Nice, nice. And of what you were talking about, like, what are some of the more exciting game mechanics that treasures will bring to the table? So I know this is going to sound cheesy, but the treasure hunting element is super fun. So I'm going to just dive right into it. Basically, when your party alerts you to treasure being nearby, um, the character you're controlling activates your fortune finder, which points you in the direction that you need to head in. When you're close enough, you'll activate your party's treasure visions, which basically give you a snapshot of like x marks the spot it shows you a location nearby and where that treasure is and you kind of have to figure out where the treasure is based on the images that you're seeing so you basically have a little mini puzzle to solve every time you're hunting for loot so hmm. each treasure vision is different if you have a slime in your party um, their treasure vision is low to the ground because obviously they're tiny little guys um, if you have a drachy in your party your treasure vision will be a lot higher up, but they see better at night. So if it's daytime, it might be a little bit blurry or in black and white. So you basically form your party members and every time you hunt for treasure, it's kind of its own little puzzle to solve. So I, I find it really fun. Awesome. Uh, so, so do you have to choose either Eric or Mia to be the main character? Or can you swap and play as both party members, kind of similar to the Dragon Quest Heroes games? You can swap uh, between playing Eric and me at the home base. So when you're running around, yeah, you can play oh. as both characters. Awesome. You can't okay. swap on the fly, but yeah, at home base, you can switch between them anytime you want. Interesting. And I also read that Eric and Mia will run into many rival gangs full of co colorful characters. Uh, what are some of your favorites that we can expect? So hands down, my favorite character that you guys can look forward to, her name is Princess Anemone. She is the princess of Sylphania and while she's technically not part of the gang, she's uh, part of the Sylphanian expedition. Uh, she's basically the princess of that nation, so therefore she kind of leads the whole expedition. Um, I'm a sucker for scholarly characters, so I really, really like the way she fits into the story. 
Um, also, in the very beginning of the game, you meet a character named Uzabella. She's a cutie slime with a little bow. I absolutely love her name. I mean, the puns in Dragon Quest are always the best part of it. So she's the first monster you befriend, and she's always been a constant in my party. Nice. I've seen pictures of that of her. She looks so. I like the monster design on that one. Yeah. She's super cute. I mean, she's a cutie slime. She lives up to her name. Awesome. Well, uh, how how would you describe the battle system in comparison to uh, other Dragon Quest games? So the battle system is not turn-based. Uh, you basically have Eric and Mia with their dragon daggers and a catapult. So you can swap between um, fighting up close and personal using the dragon daggers or kind of taking a step back and using your catapult to either attack enemies with pellets or actually use it to heal the monsters in your party. Uh, the monsters have their own AI, so they'll fight alongside you. You basically either can tell them to group up and fight close to you or go and attack. Um, in addition to that, you can also chain attack with your party members to perform what's called a monster medley. Uh, it mm. shoots out a ton of damage and it's really fun when you start hitting up hitting monsters with like or enemy monsters with those really big numbers. Oh that's great. So, so oh go ahead. Oh no some takes a little bit different from some Dragon Quest titles, but it, it's really fun. Mm -hmm. Nice. So this game, uh, you know since this game involves treasure collecting, can you reveal some of the exciting items we'll be able to collect? Perhaps some Dragon Quest legacy items might be involved? I can say that there will be legacy items. For example, mm. the bunny suit was revealed in one of our trailers. However, I don't want to reveal too much, but there are, I will confirm that there are some cool legacy pieces to look forward to. I know that's not okay. the best answer, but I can say no, that, that is the spoiler. Stuff. That's the spoiler free <laughs> answer, which yeah. is quite all right. <laughs> Um, so I, I noticed that uh, Eric uh, Eric was collecting a lot of herbs and items in the field and some of the game footage that we've seen. Uh, does that mean there's alchemy in the game? There is not alchemy in the game. Um, so the herbs and items in the field serve a few purposes. Um, at your home base, you have a cafeteria with Madame uh, leblanc -Mange. I can never pronounce her name right. I apologize to how much I just butchered that. Um, she <laughs> runs a cafeteria, so you can use items you find in the field to create um dishes and cuisines in addition to that um the monster recruiting mechanic which i'm sure we'll talk about later um sometimes the requirements to recruit monsters are some of the items you find on the field so in order to recruit them onto your gang you've got to you know give them a few cool items and stuff like that so um yeah you collect a lot of really cool things on the field and yeah well that sounds great uh, you you're basically kind of bribing them to to come with you exactly i mean it's the coolest gang there is so yeah, yeah. It reminds me of uh, of like the monsters thing where you have uh, the Dragon Quest monsters where you're trying to entice them with uh, with monster meat. I mean, what's not to like? I mean, the cafeteria looks like it has some pretty cool food, so it would tempt me well as well. <laughs> uh, you know, and since we were talking about recruiting monsters, how do we recruit monsters to our party? And can you give us a sneak peek and describe some of the new monsters that will be introduced? So recruiting monsters. So as you're fighting monsters out on the field, um, you can. Some of them will be really impressed by you and they will want to join your gang. Um, in addition to that, if there's a certain monster that you really want, you can use uh, buddy bullets, which um, you hit using your catapult and it'll increase the likelihood of that monster wanting to join your gang after the fight. So mm. let's say you're out in the field, you fight a cool king slime and you really impress the king slime and now that king slime wants to join your gang. Back at your home base, uh, there's an NPC called Miss Cecily, and she runs the HR personnel department. Um, 
you, <laughs> the personnel department, I think the official name, um, nice. you basically can go back to the personnel department. That slime will pop up on like your recruitment list. And if you have the items needed to recruit the slime into your party, you can invite them to your gang. Um, there's also a nice mechanic where you can save. Um, if there's multiple monsters on your board and you don't want any to be bumped off, you can save the ones that you want to recruit at a later date should you not have the items. Nice, I like that. Well, that's interesting. Um, so just a, a real quick, you mentioned the uh, the, the catapult. Um, is it possible if you're kind of trying to fire off those recruiting uh, bullets that that you might miss, or how how does that how does that work? Um, I think there are a chance of you missing, but I believe the game is pretty forgiving in the sense that it will uh, lock onto the enemies. The lock on okay. it has a lock on mechanic. Okay, cool. All right, I don't remember seeing uh, um, gameplay footage of that, so I look forward to uh, exploring exploring that more because I like that. Uh, I like being able to um, attack or or uh, recruit from a distance like that. Um, yeah. Even before even before battle begins. The, um, the catapults are nice. There's um, in your home base. There's a section called the works, and you can work with Axel, who is um, he basically will forge a bunch of pellets for you. So you have elemental pellets, you have healing pellets and support pellets, as well as just pure damage pellets like spiky pellets and stuff like that. So the catapult does offer you quite a bit of range of gameplay. Nice. That's interesting. So uh, so I, I understand the monster characters give you special powers, such as slimes you can kind of bounce off and high jump. And then the Drakis that allow you to fly for a short bit. I even saw some combos that you can do, such as slime jumping comboed by flying to reach otherwise inaccessible areas. Uh, are there any other fun monster abilities and combos we can expect to see? So technically, the monsters don't give you the powers. They're actually their own powers, but um, they're called fortes, technically. Um, mm. Yeah, so basically you can work with the monsters. Um, you can work with shades and kind of sneak under like hard to reach areas. So there's some really cool powers in the game. Um, for example, the orc has the ability to scan and it'll make all of the collectible items that you need to recruit monsters, kind of shiny, so you can kind of find them more easily. Um, with regards to combos, I don't actually know if there are technically combos, but I know that you can use the slime, you can bounce on the slime, and then I'm pretty sure that once you bounce up at a higher area, then you can use the Drackey to kind of glide around. I don't know if they're technically considered combos though, so. Mm -hmm. so I think- it's, it's, it's up to the creativity of the player as well to kind of uh, mm -hmm. search and explore. Yeah, so I apologize. I don't think there's any combos for me to uh, <laughs> to disclose at this time. So I don't. Okay. Yeah, combos. I don't think they're considered combos. It's, it's cool how you can use your monsters to, you know, go throughout the environment and do that. I like. I like that. Get, it's get really to those areas. fun. It makes exploring so, really fun. Yeah, it does. It does. It looks a lot of fun to be able to explore with your different monsters. It kind of it, it kind of gets introduced a little bit into Dragon Quest Eleven, where you could use some writing monsters to do certain things. So I like that. It's like yeah, really expanded I, in this game. Definitely. I like that ability to kind of find those little hidden areas by uh you know exploiting things like that. Yeah. So, you know, like in my in a lot of Dragon Quest games, um will there will there be any post game and treasures? Hmm, I wonder. And that is all I'm going to say. <laughs> gotcha. I think that's a yes. <laughs> I'm going to say that's a yes. <laughs> I wonder. I no comment. I have yes. no idea. No, possibly I possibly maybe. <laughs> maybe. 
Okay. Uh, so we'll all have to play through and find out. Uh, so will there be any uh, multiplayer features? So there are there there is no multiplayer features. There are online features that I cannot talk about at this time. So please stay tuned for more information. Oh, okay. That'll be interesting to see what that is. Yeah. And uh, can you tell us anything about the pre-order bonus that comes with this game and if there will be any DLC? So the pre-order bonus that comes with Dragon Quest Treasures is you get five Chimera Wings. Uh, the Chimera Wings in this game, I mean, similar to a lot of games, they whisk you back to home base. But the nice bonus feature of the Chimera Wings is that you don't lose any of your treasure. Um, so anything you've collected up to that point isn't lost to the wilderness. You also get uh, 15 better buddy bullets, which are a better version of the buddy bullet by virtue of the name. And they have a better chance of the monster that you hit it with joining your gang. And then you get 15 full heal pellets, which um, fully heal the monsters in your party. Uh, for nice. DLC, I I don't think I have any information about DLC at this time. Okay, okay. Um, we'll so, find out in the future. Yeah. Uh, any, any fun behind the scenes stories you have about the promotion? Hold on, I'm thinking right now. Um, I think it's, this might not be the best answer, but um, it's been obviously with uh, COVID, we haven't done a lot of in-person promotions. So the ability to kind of sync with my team over in London and in Japan to kind of work on this together. I mean, obviously when you're working across time zones regardless and i mean you're always working online but i feel that more so than ever we've been really connected and making sure that we've been collaborating together to do the best we can for this game um so i wish i had some more fun promotional stories but we haven't really done in-person events at this time so i have not uh, i don't i don't know if we <laughs> i don't really have any fun stories and i apologize that's such a lame answer but that's okay um, understanding the way you know the the pandemic world and everything and, and i i was a big fan of the convention scene before uh before the pandemic hit um so i i'm i'm looking forward to a future time when we can return to that normalcy but i understand we're not there yet yeah um i can't say that when we first received the key art i was super blown away by how adorable it was so um I'm just excited to work on more projects where I get to look at more amazing artwork with this team because it's pretty phenomenal, the work that they do. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Is, is there a, just a, a, a quick uh, follow-up about the kind of uh, the familiar characters that I, I've been seeing kind of uh, floating around or flying around our main characters? It looks like a, a pig with wings and a, uh, and a cat <laughs> with wings. Is there anything you can tell us about them? So Porcus and Persila um are <laughs> That's the most adorable name yeah porcus he's uh mia's companion and persila she is eric's companion um they are kind of the companions for the entire journey they have an interesting story to them that you guys will find out oh that's great i'm, I'm looking forward to trying to get a persila plush import or, or otherwise it would be great me like too that. that would that would be fun and you know we're going back to promotions a little bit um, I saw, I think it came out of the London office, all the like little blogs that you guys had, informational, uh, almost like diaries on the different aspects of Treasures. I thought that was great too. I, I like that. It kept you really up to date on the different mechanics and different things you could expect to see from the game. 
Yeah, Duncan, he writes all of our blogs at Square Enix. He is such a talented writer and working with him has been such a joy. He really does a great job of bringing all these elements and aspects to life and putting them in such a fun, digestible format. So he's done a fantastic job. Yeah. And do you happen to know, uh, I, I saw recently there's going to be a manga associated with the game. Do you think they would bring possibly bring that over uh, to the West too, or, or would that probably be Japan only? So I checked, uh, well, we checked with Shueisha regarding this. Um, so right now there are no current plans for the manga to have an overseas release. However, if there is support and expectations from overseas readers, there is a possibility that the manga will be released on the Shueisha app, Manga Plus. And oh, that's okay. all of the information I have at this time. So it's, gotcha. as of right now, I don't believe so. There are no current okay. plans. Okay. Gotcha. So who who do we have to annoy? I mean, um, uh, follow up with? <laughs> Probably me, because I know the right people. But <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, so, so in the in the past, uh, Nintendo's published a lot of uh, the Switch Dragon Quest titles. Is Square Enix uh, expanding their role by taking on this title? Um, so, definitely, when we Square Enix is the publisher, we play a much larger role in uh, the marketing of the title compared to when we are not the publisher. Um, historically, since this is my first Dragon Quest title, I don't have a lot of visibility onto what it was like before. But it's been really fun having a lot of um, like work with like the marketing materials and Nintendo has been very supportive as always. They are great partners. So um, we've worked with them to obviously get, um, you know, trailers up and stuff like that. So Nintendo's always been a great partner as well. well that's good. I'm, I'm glad to see Square Enix taking on an expanded role when it comes to publishing titles over here. That's, that's cool. I like it. And uh, is there anything else you would like to tell us about the exciting new release of Dragon <laughs> Quest Treasures? Absolutely. I think, one of my favorite elements of this game that is the fact that it's has such a lot of like great uh, like on the go features. So it's not every time, but basically if you can go, you can go on a run reasonably, go to one of the floating islands of Draconia, go to Cinderback Ridge, run around, find a bunch of treasure, bring it back to base and get it all appraised. And you could probably, if you really are rushing through it, get it done in 15 minutes. So if you really don't have a lot of time to play, you can really pick up this game, put it down, come back to it when you actually have more time because it's so easy to lose yourself in this game. And before you like you blink and all of a sudden like an hour and a half will go by. But the the fact that you have the kind of flexibility to like pick it up, put it down when you want to is honestly something really nice as someone like me who's pretty busy. Um, I think it just makes it a very accessible game and it's really fun. It's really cute. And the team put a lot of hard work in this game and it really shines. Awesome. Yeah, I uh, I definitely game as though like that way as well in terms of uh, whenever I have spare time, which is sometimes fleeting. So it's great to have that type of game where I can pick it up and and put it down. Um, did, is there? Do you know if there's a is there a quick save feature or um, yeah? How, how does that work in terms of? Uh, um, uh, you can manually able... save. Oh, I'm so sorry. I totally interrupted. No, that's you. okay. That's I was gonna say in terms of <laughs> being able to save kind of on the fly. You could save on the fly. There, you can go into the main menu and save. Oh, okay. Cool. Very good. Um, do you have any other questions for us or uh, anything you would want us to know about treasures that we haven't talked about already? Oh, goodness. Um, I guess for me, what's been the most exciting uh, piece of like marketing material that you got? What's most exciting to you about treasures? I'm curious to know because you guys have asked me a bunch of questions, but I'd love to know what excites you about the game. Oh, I would say for me personally, I would I would say it's working together with a team of monsters in real time seems like a lot of fun. That's probably the thing I'm looking forward to the most. 
Yeah, I, I like the special powers and abilities that they that they lend to you. Um, and I think the most excited I've been besides like hearing about the initial release from uh, or seeing actual gameplay footage uh, would be just watching the footage, uh, about half an hour of footage that was uh, um, that was uh, demoed from Japan and just seeing all the different abilities that the monsters give to you, um, like the jumping and flying and things like that. Um, so that's that's what's probably going to excite me the most. Besides the actual recruitment, is uh, what new abilities do you gain from each? Oh, that's and it's super fun when you find out because there are some really really fun abilities, and the monsters are just super cute. I mean, getting a great saber cat was like one of my favorite moments because I've always been one of my favorite monsters. Not my favorite monster. I still like the stacks, like I said, but you can't go <laughs> wrong with riding a saber cat. <laughs> no, no, you can't. <laughs> Interesting. So then I wonder what the uh, what the ability of the slime stack might be that's different from a regular slime. Um, I don't I don't know if the slime stack is in if I haven't run into it yet. So I have no comment on that one. <laughs> OK, so there's uh, so there's even monsters that you haven't seen yet. I can't wait to uh, to find out uh, more about what's uh, what's recruitable. Me too. <laughs> we'll find out together because uh, there are some definitely some very, very cool things in store. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Slime Time. We'd like to thank Flannery Dunn for joining the party. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This was super fun. Yes, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. So we be a nonprofit podcast. We won't crowdfund or half-inch your hard-earned doubloons when we can offer you quality content about the game series we know and love plunder-free. If you oh, do God. have any pirate booty that is just completely burning a hole in your wallet, pouch, bottomless bag, or treasure chest, and you would like to donate anything to a website that's been supporting Dragon Quest fans for over 20 years, stop by the Dragon's Den at www.wootis.com den and click on support this site. Wootis has owned and maintained the Dragon's Den Dragon Quest fan site for decades. He personally edits every YouTube version of our podcast, and he fully appreciates any donations to help keep the server from walking the plank. <laughs> Uh, the Dragon's Den website features Amazon affiliate links. Uh, if you click on the link and then make a purchase, a small fraction of the sale will go to support the den, and it doesn't cost you anything. To advertise with us, reach out to us at slimetimepodcasting at gmail.com. <laughs> Where'd the fire go? <laughs> Good to be back. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you have any comments or questions for the Dragon Quest Slime Time podcast, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at DQ Slime Time. Consider joining in tons of Dragon Quest discussions at the Dragon's Den forums, one of the few remaining forums still around. Find it from the Dragon's Den main page at www.woodis.com forums. You can also find me and other rabid Dragon Quest fans through the Dragon Questers, Infinity Strash, and Dragon Quest Tact global Facebook groups. We promise we won't maroon you. <laughs> or come hang, hang out with us and tons of other hardcore Dragon Quest fans on the officially unofficial Dragon's Den Discord server. We'd like to thank everyone that made this possible, like Woodis, for his support of the series and this podcast and keeping the Dragon's Den's lights on for decades. He be quite the Dragon Quest sea dog. <laughs> and thanks to Amanda Lepree and the Descent of Verdric for allowing us to use their music for our podcast. Descent of Verdric is a video game tribute band from Austin, Texas. Uh, check them out in their, ad their album Advent at www.descendantsofverdric.com or on Twitter at dvergric and check out Amanda Lepree streaming on Twitch. 
Our thanks to Dwayne Bullock, our wonderful wonderful graphic artist slash a DQ fan for making the awesome artwork cover for this podcast. Dwayne was on the original iteration of the Slime Time podcast for many of our episodes. You can check out more of his work at Dwayne Art on Instagram or his website at DwayneBullockArt.BigCartel.com. Please like, subscribe, and write a review for the podcast. It really does help. And uh, if you're looking for more Dragon Quest Slime Time, check out our earlier episodes on Dragon's Den, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Audible, YouTube, and more. And check out our brothers and sisters in arms over at the Slime Time SideQuest podcast, as well as Tactfully Die. Their latest episodes are available now. Thanks, Flannery. Dragon Quest Slime Time, sliming off.